0: Hi and welcome back to The Shining Light Podcast. It has been such a while and I have honestly I've missed, I know it's such a like, I don't even know, content creator-ish kind of thing to say but it has been, it's such a like content creator kind of thing to say but it's been a very long while and I've really genuinely missed speaking to you, talking to you. Therefore, hi and welcome back to The Shining Light Podcast. Today we're just having a chat. Today is a reflections episode. I absolutely love reflections episode, and I feel it's been literally ages since I've done an episode. Therefore, reflections seems relevant, seems apt. Um, funnily enough, the last episode was also a reflections episode, where um I shared what was on my heart concerning um oh, not well yes what was on my heart but also like I was speaking about um God's presence and um some music recommendations that yeah music recommendations that um i have but today is a reflections episode in its true authentic self where i i did have some topics i wanted to speak about but i think i'm gonna keep that as a separate episode but today is um kind of akin to a very live episode in the sense of i am recording editing and publishing by the grace of almighty God this episode in one day as in today so yeah um it is the 31st of October that means people are celebrating Halloween but we celebrate Jesus every day not just on one day but every day <laughs> that was kind of was that cringy I don't know but I'm really excited honestly like I feel like the podcast I've been really quite busy today so um although i have like plan to do this episode the podcast is like a welcome um respite from like work in the sense of i just get to talk to you about things i are on my heart and that come to mind and i pray that god brings to my mind what he wants me to speak about and that he makes this episode glorious and beautiful and amazing and categorized characterized rather by his love his beauty his joy his light in jesus name amen So let's get started. Okay, so how has life been for you since when did I last post like legit like the second week of October or so? Um, so it's been a while, but how has life been for you? How have you been finding autumn? I love autumn and I think I don't know like autumn winter is such a beautiful time. Oh, yeah, year and I know that's not really a unique opinion to have but it is my opinion um like I know lots of people love autumn winter season and it's like all oh, the clothes oh it's so cozy and all that jazz but I love it and I think autumn is a really amazing time to think about God's creation um I mean like where I live <laughs> in the UK it's autumn and I'm sure a lot of people listening it's also autumn for you And we get to see the trees turning color, like changing color. So trees that were like really green in the summer, they're suddenly turning like yellow and orange. And it's amazing to see that if you like look at a horizon or you just look at a tree when you're walking down the street, you can see trees that are normally green, just turning orange and yellow. And I think it's amazing and beautiful to see how things can transform and how God is able to transform his creation. And since we're all God's creation, the fact that we get to be transformed when we accept Jesus into our life, and we get to be turned into something new and something beautiful, it's just so beautiful. And we get to see that in nature, and we get to see that in our own lives. Like sometimes, maybe if you look back at who you were, like BC, like before Christ, you and you compare to who you are now, you see how much God has transformed you. And it's amazing how we can see the transformative power of God in our personal lives but also in literally the natural world. And I don't know, people will say there's a scientific explanation for it. And I'm sure that exists. I just don't know it. But I do know, I'm sure that exists, and I, I, yeah, I just don't know it. But I do know that God has made it possible for us to see the beauty of creation. And one of the things that we get to witness in the beauty of creation is the transformation of nature in autumn season, in the spring season as well. And I think that's really beautiful. And if you haven't thanked God for the beauty of creation today, I'd really... um, Admonish? Is that the word? I'd really encourage you to do that, to just look outside and thank God for the beauty of creation because we get to see the sky and we get to see the trees and we get to see the birds flying. You know when you see like birds flying in like a pattern? And we get to see all these beautiful things. And I think creation is one of creation is one of God's greatest creations like nature is one of God's most beautiful creations and I think it's something we should thank God for as much as we are able and even if um we might not maybe live in an area where we see a lot of um nature at least we can hear the sounds of nature just being able to witness and experience life is such a blessing and something that we shouldn't take for granted um So yeah, like I would really encourage you to enjoy nature and thank God for the creation of nature. Never worship nature, worship God because God is the creator of nature. So imagine if God can make nature as in trees and birds and sky and clouds and all these things and the sea and all these things so beautiful. Think about how beautiful God is and think about how amazing god is and then think about how in his love in his creative power he decided to make us as well as in human beings like that makes humans pretty beautiful and i think that's really lovely and just a really nice thought to think about um yeah so autumn has been happening um has it been too cold it hasn't been too cold to be honest i mean there have been times i had a cold recently but by the grace of God like I'm doing so much better now oh yeah and that whole (laughs) week of just having a cold when I was feeling weak taught me how to rely on the strength of God because shockingly like and I say shockingly because I feel like this hasn't happened in the same way at least before but like shockingly quote unquote shockingly but maybe it shouldn't be a shock because God is on my side that was a week when I was able to actually get a lot of my tasks done and um like if you don't know I'm a student so like I have uni work to be doing like university work to be doing or like college work if you're like American or something um but yeah I had a cold and I was just like saying to my friends that I don't have time to endorse a cold right now like I've got too much stuff to do and I don't know if that was me trying to be like if you've ever watched Gilmore Girls I started watching it but I never finished it but that whole, like, Rory Gilmore, like, oh, I'm, I'm too, I'm, I have too much work to do, like, that kind of vibe. I don't know if that's what I was trying to do. But literally, I was just like, I have too much to do in order, to, oh, I have too much to do to be able to, like, be nursing in a cold and I'll drink in the tea and all these things. Like I don't have time to be faffing about. Like, I need to get my work done. And God, in his mercy, was like, <laughs> I don't know if he said this. But it felt like he was just like, child, just rely on me. So I was just praying, like, God, give me strength. Like, I need physical strength. Because you know when you have a cold, you feel weak. So I was like, God, I physically need strength. Give me the physical strength I need for today, like each day. And he did that. And he made me able to do my work. And by his grace, I did an overwork, I did an underwork. He made me able to get what I needed to do done like someone was telling me um it's really important to pray that God helps you to prioritize what you need to in a day so then I applied that prayer and I was like God help me to prioritize what I need to prioritize today and Holy Spirit like manage my day for me and by his grace the things I needed to get done I got done the things I didn't need to do I didn't do and you know I was able to rest in the midst of having a cold yeah I was also able to do work in the midst of having a cold and that might not sound like a massive testimony but to me it's testament of the strength of God and in this autumn winter season and just in life in general it's really important to not like um what's the phrase like overburden yourself like it's really important to have things on and you know have things that you're passionate about that you're working on and all these things have projects if you're working work if you're in education you know work on your education all these things if you're doing like if you're working on a certain project you know work on a project like do things that um fill your life with joy and help to and that are like meaningful to you you know do tasks do things don't just like sit and do nothing like do things but it's important to not like burden yourself and to not be like too busy to the point where you become burnt out. So when we're doing these tasks it's really important to rely on God for strength so that we're not relying on our own strength. Like a couple days ago, was it yesterday? If you have the YouVersion Bible app, um, I think it was yesterday but the verse of the day was something from Isaiah and um, the person that was like explaining the verse He used the example of um, a burning bush, how, um, like, the bush was not consumed because it was, like, the burning bush in the story of Moses, when God basically called Moses, not basically, when God called Moses to be the person to free the Israelites from the um, Egyptians, from, like, the enslavement of the Egyptians. So then the person was using the example of the burning bush to say how, like, because it was fueled by the Holy Ghost, like because it was fueled by God, because it was fueled by Him, the bush did not burn out. And likewise, for us as humans, we should not um, we should not rely on our own strength or our own fuel or our own energy for energy. We should rely on God to supply our energy so that we don't become burned out. And like, my friends have been speaking a lot about, like, burnout and the importance of rest recently, and, like, that, so that verse yesterday would just really, and even my whole experience with having a cold and relying on um, God's strength really kind of tied everything together in a really nice um, way, and I was really able to see the necessity of rest, but also the necessity of just of reliance on God for strength, like, How many times have people said, oh, they're burnt out, they feel so overwhelmed, they can't cope, da-da-da-da-da. And there are a variety of reasons why that may be true for a person. But when we rely on God, who is our source of strength, a very present help in in trouble, when we rely on God, who is our strength and our shield for our strength, when we ask him to give us the strength we know we cannot supply ourselves, he will give it to us. And he will enable us to work in a way that is um, pleasing to him, that is necessary so that we get our things done. But is also so that we also work in a way where we do not become overwhelmed or burdened or weary or burnt out. And I think that's lovely because God is the God of rest, you know. So the fact that he gives us the ability to work, but also rest and also like, be in a state of rest in the midst of our work is really good because it's like I think a state of rest in the midst of work is like working yet not feeling overwhelmed working yet not relying on your own strength working yet not feeling burdened and that comes I believe from relying on God and his strength to supply you what you need to do or to supply you with the strength you need to do what you need to do i hope that sentence made sense yeah um what else um i don't know i think i've been trying to not worry about tomorrow a lot recently um you know the verse matthew six thirty four. therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself like i've really been trying to put that into practice like thinking about the future thinking about adulthood and all that jazz because i'm in my 20s by the grace of god and have you heard that sound on tiktok i recently got tiktok back i deleted it for a couple weeks a few weeks and i got it back recently but i don't know if you've heard that tiktok sound about like oh your 20s are like going out and stay i don't know the words but like going out and staying in um being a child yet being an adult all these kinds of things and honestly like I don't know like social narratives about one's 20s are so conflicting sometimes sometimes it's like you have to have it all in your 20s and you should do nothing with your 20s but just experiment not do nothing but like experiment and all that jazz and i've been genuinely trying to put into practice and by his grace putting into practice the fact that i am not called to worry about tomorrow And I think this comes with the whole idea of relying on God's strength. But yeah, just don't worry about tomorrow. And this comes literally in the sense of do not worry about tomorrow as in the next 24 hours and do not worry about tomorrow as in the future. But like, you know, sometimes you make plans for the next day and they change. Um, Sometimes you make plans for the future and they change um or things evolve or you change like circumstances differ you know but like things happen you know plans don't always happen in the way we expected them to happen and I think that's why it's important to not worry about tomorrow I think it's significant that it says that the bible says do not worry about tomorrow rather than do not think about tomorrow like I don't think there's any sin or any like harm in thinking about the future in thinking about you know your next 24 hours and all these things like your plan for the next day and all these things I think the problem may arise where the thoughts become a distraction or an idol but that is another topic um for another day potentially but um just plain thinking hey, what am I gonna have for dinner tomorrow like I don't think that's a problem <laughs> um or like what do I want to be when I grow up and I don't think that's a problem either but I think when it comes to the whole worrying like uh, will I be able to eat tomorrow and worrying of you know what, what, what will my future hold and all these things and like by human terms these are very legitimate worries and very legitimate things to worry about to think about but I've I mean not even I the bible literally says do not worry about tomorrow and recently I gained a new understanding of that whole passage in Matthew 6 where God or god or jesus same (laughs) or saying um like look at the birds they neither gather what is it they neither sow nor reap yet god um i am paraphrasing this but i'm gonna continue paraphrasing like basically like look at the birds they neither sow nor reap yet they um nor gather in barns yet they are like they're fed your father feeds them likewise the lilies of the field they neither toil nor something else yet they are so like beautifully arraigned more than King Solomon in all his like raiments and all these things this is some form of the King James Version apparently I don't know but basically this whole thing of like look at look at nature um it's all taken care of by God so God and God values you more than the the lilies and the birds so of course I'll provide for you and that made me realize how a lot of the worries that I have, that people have about the future tend to be surrounded by the whole idea of provision in the sense of fearing that there will be a lack of provision, provision, maybe fearing that God will not provide or fearing how they will be provided for. So let me use myself for an example. I can only talk for myself, but let me talk for myself. So um, what was something I was worried about recently? So, um, like adult life, so like careers and all career and all that kind of jazz. And um, actually, let me use the example of finances, because I think that is a more relatable example. So finances. Oh, God, I need money to do X, Y, Z. And um, or like fearing like, oh, God, where am I going to get the money to do X, Y, Z? Where am I going to get the money for this, why this? You know, I don't have the <laughs> I don't have this. <laughs> I don't have the funds right now so but I need them so where am I going to get the money from da 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 and that comes from a fear or a worry about provision right it's fearing that or it's a fear of worry based on the fact that you don't have enough and you don't know where that enough will come from you don't know where that sufficiency will come from likewise um a worry about career like I was going to use you don't know where the provision for that career will come from um maybe a worry about i don't know a relationship you don't know you worry about the where the provision for that person will come from do you understand what i'm trying to say like a lot of worries are based on a fear of provision or a fear of not having the provision that you need or maybe a fear of god not providing not supplying that need and I think once we get into our minds that God says, or that his word says, he shall supply all our needs, as it says in Philippians, was it Philippians 4, 19? My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Oh my days, I got it right. Yes, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Once we get into our heads, this fact that God will supply our needs, once we get into our head this fact that the Lord is our shepherd, therefore we lack nothing, once we keep that fact in our minds consistently and remind ourselves of this truth, I think a lot of our worries will start to fade away because we'll see that rather than worrying where the money is going to come from, where the job is going to come from, where the relationship is going to come from, we instead trust in the fact that god will supply that need that god will provide and once we are comforted and driven by the fact of the truth that or the fact and the truth that god will provide we will worry significantly less if at all like we might not even worry anymore and you know we're human so there might be times where we drift back into worry but by his grace he will remind us of his word that says, um, the, the, his word that says, my God shall supply all your needs. That's his word that says, the Lord is um, my shepherd. I lack nothing or I shall not want. So I think the bottom line there is, if you have a worry, maybe a worry that is on your heart right now in like this moment or in this season, um, think about the root of that worry. Does it relate to provision? This is like, I don't know if this applies to every worry, but I think it applies to most worries. Does it relate to provision? Are you worried about the future? Are you worried that God will provide X, Y and Z for you? If it does relate to provision, then remind yourself that God will supply what you need. And if it doesn't relate to provision, find out the root of that worry. Is it a past negative experience? Then remind yourself that or the word that says, behold, I will do a new thing, as the Lord says in Isaiah. Is it a worry based on what other people have said? Then remind yourself of the word that says, I know the plans I have for you, as God says in Jeremiah. Is it a worry based on something else? Find the word of God, find a verse, find a Bible passage, find a Bible story that relates to that. Not even relate, that counters that fear, that counters the root of that fear and act accordingly like put into practice what the word says if the bible says my god shall supply all your needs put into practice that faith of knowing and believing and acting with the belief that god will supply what you need and it will give you peace it will help you to dwell in the rest of the lord and i think that's a beautiful thing um, one more thing I want to speak about, which I cannot remember, I pray God reminds me, because it was in my mind and it just slipped my mind. But um, yeah, for now, that's kind of like all I have to say. Yeah, so I think that's pretty much everything and everything that's coming to mind. I don't know what it was I wanted to say, but yeah, if God wants me to say it in this episode, I pray that he <laughs> reminds me so that of I say it, but if it's not something he wants in this episode then so be it yeah but I hope we're all doing well I hope you're doing well um yeah I know the autumn winter season as beautiful as it is um a lot of people talk about things like seasonal depression and you know it's so dark and it doesn't feel like um there's anything going on and all this kind of jazz and I just I really want to encourage you in that God is still good and God is still the God of light in all seasons, whether it's darker outside or not, God is still the God of light and he still calls you as his child to walk as a child of light. So please, like, in the midst of what might be physical darkness in terms of the days getting darker, please continue to walk in the spiritual light God has called you to because we are children of light. We are children of the God of light. We are called to be lights in the darkness and I think in physical darkness, in spiritual darkness, we can still shine our God-given light. So shine that God-given light, whether it's dark outside or not, just shine that light wherever you go. Reflect the light of God, reflect the joy of the Lord and ask for the grace to do that, like You know the season getting darker doesn't necessarily mean that we have to or that you have to follow this kind of like pattern of some some form of like hibernation and um not doing anything with um the season that you're in you know you can use oh and that reminds me of what I want to speak about thank you god yeah or the season that you're in use that season for something good like use this season both like physically but also like spiritually use it for good and godly things that reflect the light of god and what i did want to say also relating to that actually is a new understanding i got recently about um seasons and i was thinking i was saying how like seasons should be synonymous with serving so seasons are like a period in a person's life right a person might go through i really dislike this term but it fits this teaching quote-unquote teaching so well, but people might go through a season of singleness. Um, People might go through a season of job changes, of, um, I don't know, educational transition, other seasons. People go through all manner of seasons in their life. And I think I was saying how season should be synonymous with serving, like season should be a synonym for service. And I say this because... It is important that we recognise that God is very intentional. And if he has put us in a certain position, whether that be a season of singleness or anything else, we should use whatever season we are in, whatever period of time, whatever period of change, whatever period of transition that we are in, we should use it to serve. Serve God and serve others. So we should serve those around us in these seasons by acting in love by um maybe providing a need if someone if you're able to whether that be a financial need whether that be the need of giving your time to help someone whether that be the need um the need of like supporting someone even emotionally just sending someone a message calling in on someone making sure they're doing all right mentally emotionally physically all these things use that season to serve if you're in another season and um don't know you identify maybe you're in a season of job transition or something use that season to serve serve god by working diligently in maybe your new job maybe use whatever season you're in to serve to serve god to serve others and it put that helps your that season to be more um to be more beneficial and I say a lot, like the word season is very like Christianese in the sense of like, um, it's like a term for transition, it's a term for like change, it's a term for like, I don't know, like a season, like nature in a season, like a season in nature, it's a time of transition, it's a time of change, um, it's a time where things shift, but it's for a moment of time. So use whatever season of life you're in, whether you're a student, whether it's a season of relational change, of job change, of financial change, whatever change it may be, use it. Ask, no, ask God for the wisdom of how to use that season and then use that season to serve. Use that season to serve for his glory. So thank you so much for listening. This has been a very beautiful episode. I've loved this episode. This has felt like a very classic Reflections episode um yeah I love this episode I love you thank you so much for being here thank you so much for listening um I hope that we've all enjoyed October and I pray that God gives us a victorious beautiful joyful fruitful productive happy amazing November in Jesus name I pray that God protects us all as we're going through this end of year season I pray that God protects us all He protects our families, he protects our friends and that the joy of the Lord will always fill our hearts no matter what season may be going on around us. I pray that the joy and the protection of the Lord will guard our hearts, will fill our hearts, fill our minds in Jesus name. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening and remember to keep shining your light.